0: CHAPTER FOUR, FROM SATURN TO ALPHA CENTAURI Brad pressed the sleep control. The room lighting changed to blue, indicating that their virtual world had just been restarted. It was nine months later. They were days out from Jupiter. Within seconds, welcome to Jupiter, fleet. The voice of ground control welcomed. As before, the transmission had been sent in advance timed to arrive at the fleet at the precise moment the virtual environments were set to be unpaused. There was a lot of work to be done. Modifications in the ship's software systems had to be verified. Mission parameters were tweaked again. It would happen with every flyby. They needed it all to be perfect before they left the solar system. Once they had crossed light years, they could count on no more updates from ground control. As before, the flyby happened in the blink of an eye. They collected and transmitted back a vast amount of data about the giant gas planet and its moons. They passed very close to Jupiter, robbing its gravitational field of a minute amount of energy, propelling the ship faster and faster. The Jade Mariner was the fastest craft ever created. In several hours, the other two starships would pass Jupiter and claim the same speed record. The only difference between this flyby and Mars was that the after-party was only of 12. The starships shared video greetings, the next best thing to being there. Each starship had three windows in the fishbowl lounge showing their party. Each window was from a different camera angle. Only Brad understood why the three Natsus cried with each other. Days passed. Soon... It was time for the next hyperspace jump, as they had started calling the sleep mode. Time jump had been a close second place in the half-drunken naming contest. Time jump was more accurate, but hyperspace jump sounded more exciting, and closer to what they personally felt they experienced. From the Starship Jade Mariner, we wish you all good night. We will be sleeping for the next eight months. When we awake, we will be approaching Saturn for our third gravity assist orbit. Brad pressed the sleep control. The room lighting changed to blue, indicating that their virtual world had just been restarted. It was eight months later. Welcome to Saturn, fleet! The voice of ground control welcomed. They had worked long hours straight for thirteen days ship time. Waking up three days early, near Saturn, gave them a long weekend they deserved, with a growing view of the most beautiful planet in the solar system. Brad started his day by reading email from family and friends. Then he sent off his replies. It would take just under an hour and a half for the radio waves that carried the emails to reach Earth. From experience, Brad could travel anywhere for one week. It didn't matter how terrible the city was, he could hold his breath for that long. By two weeks, he was ready to go home. After three weeks... He was desperate to get home. The loneliness sometimes became so thick that he could cut it with a knife. On week four, he was suicidal. By week five, he was numb. Completely numb. Then, week six would roll by, and he would get a second wind. It was now the start of the third week, and he felt the anxiety build. Email on its way to his wife and children, he decided to put off responding to written questions from reporters. Instead, he decided to spend the whole day exploring every nook and cranny of the ship. Maybe tomorrow he'd take a spin in one of the service robots. He'd do some virtual off-roading around the outer hull. He unexpectedly came across her, stretched out on a shea lounge in an out-of-the-way sitting area, For a short stretch the corridor swelled double-wide. The virtual window overlooked one of the three lattice-booms that protruded from the side of the ship. She had a little picnic with her. There was a sandwich and a small assortment of appetizers. She had not one, but two bottles of wine. Clearly she had planned to spend the day in this lazy spot.